This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue with a series called How God Turns Setbacks into Comebacks. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Now, if you know someone who needs some encouragement right now, be sure to invite them with a text or a phone call to listen along with you. But first, studies have shown the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. But it's not always easy to be thankful. That's why Pastor Rick developed the power of gratitude. It's a special interactive Bible study to help you grow your gratitude. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. If you want, you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 for more information. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part two of a message called, When a Setback Leaves You Emotionally Empty. A seventh warning sign that your emotional tank is empty. I complain that I want to quit and give up. That's what Elijah did. Notice he says, God, I have had enough. He's like telling God, okay, I'm up to here. I'm at the end of my rope. I'm ready to throw in the towel. I'm I'm ready to jump off the cliff. And, And when your emotional tank is low, you lose your vision. You forfeit your future. You forget your goals. You just want to give up. You want to stop caring. Elijah says, it's just not worth it. I'm ready to throw in the towel. Well, let me give you a couple more. Number eight, when your emotional tank is low, you feel isolated and attacked. I feel isolated. I feel lonely. I feel attacked. uh, Notice the phrase Elijah says, I'm the only one left. Okay? He's having a pity party. I'm the only one left, and they're trying to kill me too. Now, the truth is, Elijah's exaggerating the problem. We always do that when we're emotionally low. We make the problem worse than it really is. Because the truth is, in Acts 19, excuse me, in 1 Kings 19, verse 18, look at this on the screen. God says this, actually, Elijah, there are 7,000 other faithful souls in Israel who have not bowed down their knees to the false god of Baal. So you're not the only guy. You're not the only one. Quit having a pity party. There's 7,000 other people who've been faithful to me who haven't gone off the rails, who've been true to, to, to me. But Elijah is so drained emotionally, his view of reality is distorted. I mean, think about this. He's just had this enormous God contest where he wins against 450 false prophets in front of the entire nation. And now just one woman with an empty threat is a setback and he's running off to hide in a cave. Think about this. If Jezebel had actually intended to kill him, wouldn't she have sent a hitman instead of a messenger to warn him? Why do you send a messenger to warn a guy and say, I'm gonna kill you? Just send a guy and kill him. Why warn him so he can escape? So he's not thinking straight because he's emotionally drained. Number nine, a ninth sign that you are on the verge of burnout is I compare myself to others and I feel bad about me. Now we've talked about this many times. The Bible says anytime you compare yourself to other people, it's foolish. The Bible tells us not to compare ourselves with others. And and Elijah says, for I'm no better than my ancestors. 
we depreciate our worth when we feel burned out. We, we put ourselves down mentally. We, the self-talk replays over and over in your mind. I'm nobody. My life doesn't matter. My, my work doesn't matter. My life has no value. Note the phrase, I'm no better than. That's a comparative phrase. One of the main causes of being emotionally drained is you start comparing yourself to other people. You compare everything. And then you start motivating yourself with criticism. I must, I should, I have to. And you become hypercritical and you become your own worst critic. And finally you feel guilty for not getting it all done and you just say it's hopeless. And friends, what I'm talking about right now is called emotional reasoning. It's focusing on your feelings instead of the facts. I feel it, so it must be true. You know, every pro athlete, every pro performer, speaker, musician, minister, they, they often get discouraged after great performance. After every mountaintop, there is a valley. You're emotionally depleted, so you can't think straight. And what you have to do is you have to learn to ignore your emotions, learn to ignore your feelings. I don't ever make any decision the day after Easter or Christmas because my feelings are highly unreliable. You know, I, I remember one time when Kay and I were on the honeymoon and I said, you know, I don't really feel married. <laughs> she said, well, it doesn't matter whether you feel it or not, Buster, you're married. Maybe you say, I don't feel God is with me. Well, feelings lie. That's emotional reasoning. Let me give you number 10, a 10th sign that your tank, your emotional tank is empty is what Elijah did. And that is, I think death might bring relief. Notice it says, Elijah prayed that he might die. And he says, take my life, Lord, just let me die. Now, let me just say to those of you who are listening right now, whether you're on the internet or on Daily Hope or in one of our campuses, maybe you felt that just dying would be the way to relief. And you think maybe taking my life would be the way to do that. Don't, don't. Taking your life is a permanent solution to a temporary mood. Don't. There are people who care, we care, we love you, and you need to get help, and don't. Never make a major decision when you're depressed. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at PastorRick.com. That's Pastor Rick. Did you know experts have discovered that gratitude is the healthiest human emotion? It makes you more resistant to stress and increases your overall happiness and satisfaction. In fact, studies show the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude. The Bible tells us to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. So it's clear that God wants us to develop an attitude of gratitude. But we all know it's not always easy to feel grateful. That's why Pastor Rick developed a Bible study called The Power of Gratitude. This innovative study is filled with scripture, teaching, exercises, quotes, prayers, and journal pages. As you go through the study, you'll discover the many and often unique things you have to be grateful for every day you'll develop the lifelong habit of expressing gratitude to God, a habit that leads to true happiness and satisfaction. 
we'll send you Pastor Rick's Power of Gratitude Bible Study to say thanks when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take God's Word to people around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thank you so much for your support. There's only three days left to get this great resource, so don't wait. Once again, here's Rick. Now, of these 10 things, you look at that as a checklist, looking at that. Now do you realize why James tells us in James 5, 17, Elijah was a person just like us? Because you can identify with a lot of those 10 things. Now, that's good enough in itself, but this passage has even more to share with us. And it teaches us how God refills our emotional tank. And I want you to notice now the next three things that God does in spite of all the things that Elijah did when he ran out of gas emotionally. Okay, so let's look at these three things. Write these down. Number one, the first way God refills my tank is God makes me rest my body. God makes me rest my body. Psalm 23, two and three from the most famous Psalm in the Bible is this. He makes me lay down in great, lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores myself, soul. Sometimes God has to make you lie down because you're not smart enough to do it yourself. He's gonna force you to actually recharge your body physically because you're physical. You can't be spiritually and emotionally uh, uh, strong while you're physically depleted. This is what happened to Elijah. First Kings 19, five to seven. It says, then Elijah laid down and slept under the broom tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. And he looked around and he saw some baked bread or on hot stones and a jar of water. So he's got some donuts. And so he ate and he drank and he laid down again and he went back to sleep. And it says, then the angel of the Lord came back to him again and touched him again and said, get up again and eat some more for there's a long journey ahead of you. So Elijah got up again and he ate and drank again and his strength was revived. You know what I love about God is how practical he is, that the antidote to, uh, to Elijah's burnout was eat and sleep and eat and sleep. <laughs> God's first prescription was food and rest and relaxation. God did not scold Elijah. He didn't say, come on, man, you're having a pity party. He didn't give him a lecture. He just let him sleep. Sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is go back to bed, take a nap. Psalm 127 verse two in the Living Bible says, God wants his loved ones to get their proper rest. As Vince Lombardi, the great football coach, you said, you know, fatigue makes cowards of all of us. It's amazing how different things look after good night's sleep. So the first thing God wants to do is if you're emotionally over the edge and you're drained and you're on the edge of burnout, he said, you need to take care of your body. Kay and I have a phrase at our house we call control the controllables. There are a lot of things you can't control, but you can't control what you eat, you can't control your sleep, you can't control what you do, and your, some of those things in your schedule, control what you can control. God wants you, he makes you rest 
your body. That's the first thing. Some of you might need to go get a checkup with the doctor if you've been going through depression. No, no, it's not a sin to be sick. It's not a sin to be depressed. So go and maybe get a physical checkup and do whatever you need to do. Now here's the second thing God did. First he dealt with his physical needs. Eat, sleep, eat, sleep, eat, sleep. That's his first antidote to his, his uh, depression, his burnout, his, his empty tank, emotional tank. Second, God encourages me to release my frustrations. How many times have you heard me say this? Revealing your feeling is the beginning of healing. And we find that in the next few verses. First Kings 19, eight and nine. It says this, next, Elijah traveled 40 days to get to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. You know this mountain is where God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, very famous mountain. And it says there he, Mo, uh, Elijah, came to a cave where he spent the night. So he's, he's run across the desert, he spent the night in a cave uh, in, at Mount Sinai, but the Lord said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? What are you doing here? And then Elijah said, and in the next few verses, Elijah just unloads his complaints and his frustrations. Now, when God says to Elijah, what are you doing here? God already knew why Elijah, he wanted Elijah to own up to why he was there. And Elijah's answer to that question, what are you doing here in a cave in Mount Sinai was to start complaining of all the things. And in, and in that, um, God says, I know, Elijah, you're carrying a bundle of emotions. So he says, what's bugging you? Get it off your chest. It's okay. Spill your guts. God is encouraging Elijah to blow off some steam. And in that cave and in his prayer, Elijah vents his frustration. And he actually, if you go through this passage, uh, specifically deals with six emotions. Verse three, he vents his fear. Verse 10, he, he vents his anger. Uh, verse four, he vents, his re, he, uh, vents resentment. Uh, verse 10, second part, loneliness, low self-esteem back up in verse four, worry in verse 10. Uh, he says, I'm afraid, I'm bitter, I'm angry, I'm lonely, I'm worried, I'm depressed. Here's the point, God isn't shocked when you can complain to him. He'll listen, and, he'll listen to you until you run out of words. Have you ever wondered why some of the Psalms are in the Bible? Because every emotion known to man is covered in the Psalms. In many Psalms, David is just unloading. It's kind of cathartic. He goes, God, right now life sucks. I don't like what's going on. And I don't, and he just complains. You know what? God put those in the Bible for a reason, to show that it's okay for you to release your frustration. You gotta rest your body. That's the first step back to refilling your tank rest your body, and you gotta release your frustration. That's the second step back to refilling your tank. So if you're feeling down, if you're feeling empty, you've had a setback and it's caused you to just lose the joy, lose the hope, lose the love, lose the enthusiasm in life, then you just need to tell God how you feel. First Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Just pour out your heart to Jesus. Uh, by the way, let me give you a little tip. It helps to share with friends and a small group or a counselor. Uh, that's why I always encourage everybody to get in a small group. You know, when I'm out on the patio, when people share their hurts with me and they go, they'll say, you know, Pastor Rick, I've never told this to anybody. Uh, first place I get excited because I know they're gonna have some healing. But usually my first question is, are you in a small group? 
because if you're in a small group, revealing your feeling is the beginning of healing. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive hope and encouragement every day, delivered right to your inbox, then sign up for Rick's free daily devotional by going to PastorRick.com right now. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... Experts have discovered that an attitude of gratitude bolsters your health and happiness. So how do you practice daily gratitude, even when life is tough? Here's Rick to tell you about a Bible study he's developed to help you practice daily gratitude. One of the things that God wants us to do, and he says it over and over in Scripture, is to practice gratitude. Did you know that gratitude is good for us? The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You want to know what God's will is for you right now? It is that you learn gratitude in all circumstances. There's always something you can be thankful for. In fact, I've discovered, and I've read many reports, that experts have told us that gratitude is the healthiest human emotion. Did you know that gratitude makes you more resistant to stress? Did you know that gratitude makes you less susceptible to illness? Did you know that gratitude increases your overall happiness and satisfaction? That gratitude gives your life more meaning and significance? I don't know if you've ever noticed that the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude. So I want you to live with the attitude of gratitude, the attitude of thankfulness. Now, I've put together a brand new Bible study called The Power of Gratitude. And in it, you'll find scriptures and teaching and exercises that'll help you develop the habit, cultivate the habit of gratitude. You'll discover how to stay in God's will, how to defeat discouragement, how to conquer complaining, how to reduce stress, and how to experience God's blessing through gratitude. Friends, I want to help you develop a deep and a profound attitude of gratitude. The world is craving people like this, and you will be able to experience all that God has for you. So today, when you partner with me by giving a gift, a financial gift to Daily Hope, to help us take the certain hope of Jesus to people all around the world, I'm going to have my team send you the power of gratitude Bible study. I just want to say thanks to you. I want to be grateful for you. You know, your support is essential for us taking the daily hope message of Jesus all around the world. So do that today. Send us a gift and let me send you a gift and you'll be grateful and so will we. God bless you. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. There's only three days left to get this great resource, so don't wait. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.